Hey, it's Jeff C. of the Manly Pinterest Tip Show, and you're listening to The 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Lunga. This is episode 25, and today we talk about Pinterest marketing. Here we go. Welcome to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey there, how's it going? Yanni Lunga here with a new episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. How is your week going? Let me know on Twitter at Yannick underscore Ilunga. Let me know that you're here with me and the amazing guest who's joining us today for this episode that is all about Pinterest. Now, I'm pretty sure that when you think about social media and how you can promote your business on social media, Pinterest is not probably right there at the top. And if not, you're actually missing out on something big and you're going to learn the reasons why in today's episode. We talk about Pinterest marketing and we get some very specific tips that you can use to get started on Pinterest or if you're already on Pinterest to grow a Pinterest audience, we're going to learn some some do's and don'ts, what things we can do to really stand out on Pinterest and drive traffic because Pinterest is the second largest social media in terms of driving traffic only behind Facebook. So if you really want to take advantage of those possibilities, you have to be on Pinterest. Before I tell you more about who's joining us today, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. Being from Switzerland, I know quite a lot about Swiss Army knives and time. I mean, after all, Switzerland is the country of watches, right? When it comes to social media, Social Oomph is my Swiss Army knife. With Social Oomph, I can put my social media marketing on autopilot and I can focus on networking and building valuable connections. Schedule tweets, track keywords, manage Facebook and LinkedIn profiles, groups, pages. Social Oomph does it all. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph to get Social Oomph for free or even snatch the free 7-day trial for Social Oomph Pro at 360entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph. Today we are joined by blogger, visual storyteller, podcaster Jeff C. of ManlyPinteresttips.com. He has an amazing podcast called Manly Pinterest Tips where he talks about everything Pinterest. So he shares so many great tips day in, day out with his guests. And it's funny because today's sponsor is Social Oomph. And as you're going to hear later on, Social Oomph is one of the go-to resources Jeff uses. You find the links to everything Jeff and I mentioned, including the action guide for this episode that obviously is about Pinterest at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 25. Here is Pinterest marketing with... Jeff C. Hey everybody, today we talk about Pinterest marketing. And I know that when you think about Pinterest, at least many of you actually, I think when you think about Pinterest, you think about wedding dresses, food, shoes, but there's not going to be none of that in this episode because today we talk about Pinterest marketing with a touch of testosterone. And you're going to understand more about that in a second. Today we are joined by visual storyteller, social media consultant, speaker, and the host of the Manly Pinterest Tips, Jeff C. Hey, Jeff, how's it going? Hey, Jan, thanks for having me on. This is going to be a lot of fun. 
It's my pleasure and it's definitely gonna be. And I have to, to tell you, Jeff, that I love everything about your show. Not only you're a, a cool host, actually a great host, I should say, but also the format. It's very nice that you have interview based talking about different aspects of Pinterest. And one of the things I love the most is your podcast artwork. It's just amazing. Oh, well, thank you. I get a lot of, uh, I get a lot of compliments on that. And so it gets, it's my brand and it, it just, it seems to work well and people can, you know, when I go to a conference or something, they can recognize me. So it's, it's, it's worked <laughs> out really well for me. Yeah, no. And, and I think it's something that actually, you know, before we dive into the, the content, I just want to make a quick note about your, your artwork. Guys, if you go to manlypinteresttips.com, that's Jeff's blog. You find there the blog, you find the podcast. And he, I think his artwork is great for, especially for the fact that it really stands out on iTunes. If you guys remember in episode 12, we talked about how to launch a successful podcast with Michael O'Neill and he talked about the importance of having an artwork that really stands out. So if you're working on launching a podcast and you're thinking about what kind of artwork you want to have, kind of the characteristics, you want to see a great example, go to manlypinteresttips.com. So Jeff, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. And I, the first question I have to ask you is, how come you, you started with Pinterest? Well, it, you know, for one thing, it was, you know, they always say the riches are in the niches. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. tons of people doing social media marketing. And I, st- I have had a, uh, a local web company and, and internet. We do commercials, we do multimedia and stuff like that uh, for over 12 years. And I finally decided, well, I better start doing what I'm telling my clients to do and get on this, this social media bandwagon. And so I started doing that and, and got onto Google Plus and some other platforms. And then what happened is um, I wrote a post about uh, how I had a, a secret board with my daughter on Pinterest. And it was, and I titled it Manly Pinterest Tips because, you know, it was kind of tongue in cheek because everyone thought it was for <laughs> women and nobody, you know, wanted, you know, they didn't think men would be on it. So I wrote this post called Manly Pinterest Tips and it was about sharing a secret board for my daughter where we can pin stuff to each other. She, you know, like food she wants to eat or things she wants to make together. And it was a way we could connect and it was, it was a neat little article. Well, that article just took off and then one of my friends online said, well, let's do a show. Mm-hmm. And so we did a, a Google Hangout show called the Manly Pinterest Tips Show and I had five other guys with me, Mike Alton, Wade Harmon, Stefan Havnanian, and Les Dossie. And we did this show and it we did, you know, probably seven or eight episodes. You know, we tried to do once a month or whatever or a couple times a month. And it just it did really well. And so then we tried another show, and then I, you know, I finally relaunched the Manly Pinterest Tips with just myself, where I interview uh, Pinterest experts. And then I turned that show into a podcast, and it's just doing really well. It's just uh, it's just amazing how it's taken off. And during that time when I started it about a year ago, I decided I'll start growing a beard, and that beard <laughs> is now that beard has now become my brand. And that's what you're talking about the artwork. That's that's kind of what it's based on, and. Uh, I'm not that old, but my my beard, the bottom part of it has turned gray. <laughs> my artwork, and so that's just it's just one way that you know you can tie in your brand uh, to your personal brand to you know, you know your show and stuff. And and so we have a lot of fun with it, and um, it's just it's just really taken off. So I'm I'm really having a ball doing it. Yeah, and I think that you know Jeff, when people tune in, they can really tell that you you're having a great time and you're providing 
a ton of value at the same time. And, and it's great that Manly Pinterest Tips is not only a podcast so that guys, you can listen to it while you're at the gym or you're, you're running, you're going for a walk, but it's also video because you use uh, probably Google Hangouts, I think. Is it correct? Yeah, that's correct. And, you know, there is some trade-off on audio quality and a lot of podcasters don't like that. But for me, being able to have my audience come in and and I always have, uh, it's always live, my show is always live. And so people can ask me and the expert I have on questions and I can pull those comments into the show, which makes it really interactive and a lot of fun. And it's always, you know, it's, there's that live component to it where things are happening. You never know who's going to ask what. And so it's it, it turns into a really great show. And for me, the trade-off for the interactivity is worth, worth the loss of a little bit of audio quality. Yeah, no, and I think that even, you know, when there are those uh, hiccups here and there, how are there always also, for example, if we're doing uh, interviews over Skype like we're doing now, it can happen, but that definitely doesn't affect the show at all. And guys, if you're curious about learning more on, on Pinterest and you want to uh, know when the next Manly Pinterest Tips episode is going to be online, make sure to head over to manlypinteresttips.com and sign up for the newsletter so that you're a part of the community and you don't miss out any episode. And as Jeff said, you really have the opportunity to ask questions real time to Jeff and his guests. So Jeff, some of the listeners are uh, entrepreneurs or they own a business and they're probably ignoring Pinterest. They may be focusing on Facebook or Twitter. And I wanted to ask you, you know, to kind of tell them, tell them that why they should start using Pinterest and what it can do for their businesses. Sure. Well, I started using it just, you know, I, I was just trying out all different uh, things for my clients, you know, I was just mm -hmm. testing it. And the biggest thing for me was the long-term traffic Pinterest provides. Now, you know, first of all, Pinterest is one of the fastest growing uh, platforms around. You know, TechCrunch tech reported in November that Pinterest grew 57% in uh, overall member growth and Facebook's member growth only grew by about 6%. Now, of course, <laughs> You know, Facebook is the big, I mean, there are a huge bunch of eyeballs on Facebook. So mm -hmm. I, I don't never tell people not to ignore that. But it is, Pinterest is also the second largest driver of social media traffic after Facebook. So there's a lot of, of driving of traffic for businesses on, 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 uh, on Pinterest. And uh, at Social Media Marketing World, Guy Kawasaki and, and Peg Fitzpatrick even said that uh, they, they even went as far to say Pinterest is the new Google. Now, I don't know if that, I understand what they're saying because a lot of people now are going to Pinterest and it and it's I try to think of Pinterest not as just a you know social media platform to me it's more of a discovery engine or a you know something like that where people go to find stuff like right. especially for, especially for foodies and other types of specific businesses they're going to Pinterest first before they go to Google to find something like if you're looking for a new chicken recipe a lot of people now will go to Pinterest first before they'll go into Google and type that in the search box. Mm -hmm. And also Pinterest has a solid user base, but there is still an, an opportunity, in my opinion, for people to get in there and get in there early, especially for businesses. And I've talked a lot on my show, you know, I don't really think there is any type of business that could not benefit from some of the traffic driving opportunities that Pinterest offers. Yeah, that's that's awesome, Jeff. And I know that you are also very active, obviously, on Pinterest. And guys, you're going to find the show notes with the links to everything Jeff and I talk about in the show notes, including the links to, to Jeff Pinterest page so that you can follow him there. You can see how he's using Pinterest and definitely learn even more beyond this conversation. And talking about Pinterest, you you mentioned it is a great 
is a powerful tool for really driving traffic to a specific website or a specific web page, which is great. It's something that pretty much every business owner needs, everybody right. needs traffic. And I'm sure that you as a as a Pinterest expert, you also really look at Pinterest about you know the way people, uh, the way users are using Pinterest. And I wanted to ask you if you could share with us some kind of Pinterest do's and don'ts. Sure. Uh, well, one thing I want to touch on real quick too is uh, about the driving of traffic. Sure. And a lot of people don't realize it as well is um, that Pinterest continues to drive traffic. It's one of the longest uh, longest shelf life of any social network out there. Like a link on Twitter lasts about 2.8 hours. Facebook, it's around oh, three and a half hours. And the stats for Pinterest is totally different. They, when you pin something to Pinterest, you know, 40% of the clicks happen kind of the first day. 70% of the clicks happen the first two days. And the remaining 30% comes all the way like 30 days and beyond. I'm still Whoa. getting traffic from pins that I pinned when I first started. And no other social network uh, allows you to do that. And so uh, it, that's a long time for your pins to be active. And 80% of pins are repins. And so mm-hmm. that other percentage, so Pinterest is hungry for new stuff. And so if you do a good job creating content and pins on Pinterest, uh, there's a, there's a, a better way for your maybe your pins to go viral. So that's something to keep in mind. Uh, the Pinterest do's and don'ts. Um, the, the, here's some mistakes that I made when I first got on it. Um, don't just follow people. Like if you mm-hmm. come to to follow me, don't just click on follow Jeff C. Look at my boards. Uh, when you click into Pinterest in my account, you'll see that I have different boards segmented to different things. You may not be interested in my geek board, but you may be interested in my social media board. And so follow individual boards, not people, because that's what happened. I would like go follow somebody and all of a sudden my stream would be filled with, you know, wedding dresses and how to <laughs> how to braid my hair, which I'm not really interested in at, right now. But um so um, now they've changed some things with the Pinterest new smart feed, and it's not as bad, but still, it's better if you go and follow individual boards, not just people. Uh, the other thing is always check your links. When you pin something from uh, a repin something, make sure that it's, you, when you click through it, when you click on that pin and it goes to the source of that content, that it's going to the right source. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of times it will be, it's, not a lot of times, but sometimes it can be spam, and you want your audience to start trusting you on Pinterest. Um, so always click through those. The other thing is remember mobile first. Jay Bear says that in one of his articles that we need to start thinking of things as mobile first. 70% and greater of all traffic from Pinterest is from a uh, mobile device. And that's like a phone, a smartphone, or an iPad. And so you want to make sure that when people are clicking through your content, number one, your website is mobile optimized. And that's going to be huge anyway because the new changes coming with Google uh, and also make sure you, your pop-ups aren't covering content. Nothing's mm-hmm. going to make me click away from your website is if I click over from a pin and I can't read it because you have one of your goofy pop-up uh, <laughs> sign-up things and I can't get it. So I'll click off and not read it. So, And also remember your infographics, which everybody loves on Pinterest. But remember, if you're on a smartphone, those gra- those those things may be hard to read. And so you always want to make sure that you are thinking of the end user of the the mobile person. You know, I, I stay away from scripty fonts because those are hard to read on mobile, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of stuff. And so you just think of the mobile user. Um, and something to do, uh, also you can cross-promote your products or your pins on other social media networks. So like when I make a new pin or a new blog post, I pin it to Pinterest, but I also pin that image to um, you know Google Plus and Facebook, and I tweet it out. You can tweet pins, and so... Cross-promoting is another thing that you need to do when you start thinking about some best practices for Pinterest. 
Awesome, Jeff, thanks for, for sharing some Pinterest do's and don'ts. And you talked about, uh, you really emphasized the importance of, of paying attention, you know, that you have a mobile responsive website. You talked about following specific boards and not people. And I think that that's really, uh, that's a great advice. And it's something, I think I was doing the same thing as you, that I, w- I would just get excited and follow people. And, you know, <laughs> I, maybe they would have 20 boards and only one is the one I would be interested right, in too. So exactly. and then I would have to go back and kind of follow only the, the single board. So guys, make sure to focus on the board and not only on the on the people. And in terms of ways of driving traffic or, or generate leads, do you have any tips that you can share with us, Jeff? Have you seen something that has performed particularly well? Yeah, um, to driving traffic, you know, some of the things that you do, like, like let's say you're wanting to uh, generate uh, email signups, and so maybe you're promoting a free ebook or something like that. Um, don't just um, create a pin and then shoot it right back to that web form. Mm-hmm. Put it to a page that has information on it, and maybe put you know sign up at the bottom or something like that. So when they jump over there, they're they're getting some content. They're they're getting some. Um, uh, you know, some some extra information, and it's not just going straight to a form because it's just not going to be uh, received as well. Also, you can also make multiple pins that been pinned back to that product. So, like mm-hmm. for the example of uh, an ebook, you don't have to use the same pin. Uh, a friend of mine, Elisa Meredith, and she does this really well for her clients. She creates multiple pins that point to the same thing, and she schedules them out throughout the month. So there's multiple little spider webs going out there, driving people to that email signup form. Uh, at the end of her uh, article of you know to, to sell that ebook or whatever, and that works really well as as well to drive traffic for individual products. Jeff, I'm really enjoying this conversation. And before we continue, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor. Before I found out about Social Oomph, I would spend hours promoting my content on social media. Now with Social Oomph, I can easily schedule updates on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, put those on autopilot, and let Social Oomph work its magic. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash socialoomph to sign up and boost your social media productivity today. Okay, that's that's interesting. I'll definitely uh, ask you to maybe for, for the link to, to her page and I will put that in the show notes so that guys, you can see how she's doing that. And as I said earlier, make sure to actually follow Jeff's boards so that you can see how he's doing on Pinterest. And, and if you have been enjoying this conversation, make sure to give Jeff a huge shout out on Twitter at Jeff C and his name is spelled Jeff, obviously J-E-F-F and his last name is S-I-E-H. So at Jeff C, make sure to give him a shout out on Twitter and let him know that you're listening to him here on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. And Jeff, earlier you talked, you mentioned uh, Guy Kawasaki and Peg Fitzpatrick. Guys, mm-hmm. you, may, you may remember Peg from episode eight where we talked about mastering the art of social media and we discussed their latest book, the art of social media. And Jeff, you actually have been mentioned in the art of social media. And I know that you have read the book. You've actually interviewed both Guy and Peg on your podcast. And I wanted to ask you if you could share with the listeners in case they haven't read the art of social media. So some of your, you know, kind of why do you think they should read the book? Oh, yeah. It's just, I mean, any of my clients who are wanting to get started on social media, 
I tell them to go and, and get that copy because mm-hmm. it's just not it, – it covers everything. It's, they cover Pinterest, Twitter, and best practices for each. And so it's almost a primer on social media. And so I love it. I was actually in it for some of my video production stuff that I do as well. And that's another thing with uh, Pinterest, um, some ways to drive some more traffic is you, you can pin not just images. Uh, a couple other things you can pin are videos, YouTube and Vimeo, and I think TED Talks, and you can pin those as well. Uh, so remember that when you're creating video content that you can actually make a board with just video. You can also pin audio files, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this. Um, SoundCloud lets you pin it, and that also, just like video, it plays natively inside of Pinterest. So, uh, And also um, you can pin, let's see, um, the the SlideShare decks. You can pin those as well, and those work inside of Pinterest. So there's some other things, not just images, that you want to kind of salt throughout your Pinterest boards that helps drive traffic. Okay, great. So video, audio, uh, slide share uh, images you mentioned earlier infographics right and i want to to tap really into your brain and see if you have something to to tell us in terms of uh, the type of visual content you see that you think performs well on pinterest obviously you just gave us the array of different options that we have on pinterest but in your experience what have you seen that has worked very well for you for example for for your uh, for the manly pinterest tips sure um one of the things and and i i i go to canva all the time uh it's canva.com for your listeners who don't know what it is it's it's you can help you can create images just some beautiful images uh online and i use their pinterest template because uh peg told me to and it <laughs> works really well and the dimensions for that are 735 pixels wide and 1102 um uh, tall and that's what i use for all my pinterest pins for the dimensions and it just seems to work real well a lot of people have also been using, and uh, there's some tools now that let you pin from Instagram. Uh, square images, I, I think, do okay. I don't think they do as well as the tall ones, but there is some uh, value to cross-promoting them. If you just want to make one image, I would do it square with the Instagram size and move it over. Mm-hmm. Uh, for for There's a couple just kind of rules, and it's really weird because it's different um, on uh, Pinterest and Instagram. They're, you know, you'd think they'd have the same kind of thing, but there's a little bit of difference between them. Um, Actually, fa- um, pins without faces receive 23 more repins, and it's that's like total opposite of Instagram because mm-hmm. Instagram is all about selfies. Um, images that are like 50% saturated, they get 10 times more repins. There's a study by Curelate, and I'll send you that link so you can put it in the show notes, mm-hmm. that kind of gives you the best practices of things that work. Um, if you have a product uh, on Pinterest, um, you one of the things that you can do is show that product in action. Um, and not just put a picture of the product out there. In fact, Target, which is a great uh, example of some of a of a Pinterest account to follow, they do both. They have a the product in motion, kind of like like let's say you had a vacuum, you'd see it vacuuming on the floor, and then they'd have just <laughs> that vacuum on a white background. And that, so they're they're trying to hit both types. But the ones that show a product in action do, do a lot better. And then. You know, images with multiple dominant colors, you know, they have a, a three and a half times greater repins than those that don't. And so you can just fi- follow those kind of best practices and it and it does make a difference. Um, you know, Pinterest is all about creating awesome images. And if you struggle with that, you know, you can always hire a designer and um, have them create templates for you. Don't you don't have to go to the expense and have them, you know, create images for everything. Have them figure out a, a a good template, and then have them upload it to Canva, and then you can change the text and add the picture or whatever. Uh, and so uh, have them create that that way, and that's a that's a good way for small businesses to get started on Pinterest. 
Yeah, uh, Jeff, actually, I, I totally agree. I think that that's, that's a great advice because I also think that sometimes when people uh, follow, for example, people like you on, on Pinterest and they see that you're sharing all this amazing uh, visual content and they really think, well, I'm not a designer. So you just told us canva.com, a great resource, free resource that guys you can use not only for creating images for Pinterest, but for pretty much everything you can imagine, social media, your email newsletter, they they have for templates for business cards and we talked about that also in episode five with Donna Moritz so guys if you want to learn more about you know how to create visual content definitely check out episode five and really Jeff I want to thank you for make emphasizing the importance of of thinking in terms of templates and not just of investing on something that you use once and and speaking of not using something only once I want to to ask you uh, your recommendations in terms of uh, the use of the visual uh, content on Pinterest. So for example, you told us that you share an image, uh, you pin an image on Pinterest, then you may be sharing it on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. And do you kind of recycle, if we can use this term, some of the content you have previously shared on Pinterest? Um, I Yeah, I, I do recycle them and I pin it to different boards later on. Um, now, I also, like for my blog article, I use a thing called Social Oomph. And so what mm-hmm. I'll do is take my, my evergreen articles that are doing well and put them in a queue that'll just kind of keep going the, keep going out. And that's a little handy little tool. But uh, for, like for, I use a, uh, an awesome plugin called Social Warfare. And it, what it does is it lets me choose, when somebody says, I want to pin it on Pinterest, it actually uses a Pinterest image that um, will go and pin straight to Pinterest. If they want to pin it on Facebook, it has an, another image that I have selected that I've created just for Facebook that will go out there. And so when in my process, when I get my blog article done, I make an image for my blog article. And then I pretty much just resize it and refit it for the different social networks, upload it to my website, and that plugin takes care of putting it where it needs to be if somebody clicks on that. And so it's really handy for me. So I usually, when I create a blog post, I create my main image, and then I go and resize it and reformat it for Pinterest. Uh, I do the Twitter one, I do one for Instagram, and I do one for Facebook. And uh, it's not that hard, it's just pretty much resizing it. And I believe I'm testing out the beta of the pro version of Canva right now, and mm-hmm. they'll let you, in the, the pro version, they'll let you start resizing those right there inside of the uh the interface. And so you could create an image and say, I want to do it for Instagram. And then you could just scale it or shrink it down and fit it in there as well. So that's something your listeners may be, want to inter- may be interested in as well in the future. But yeah, I, I create them for each network because I find value in it. And it also ties my brand back. They'll know that if they see that image on Facebook, it's this, you know, oh, that's Jeff's article that he wrote this week. And mm-hmm. if they, they go there, everything's tied together as my brand. And Jeff, the the plugin you mentioned is it uh, a WordPress plugin or? It is. It's a WordPress plugin. Yes. Okay, it's great. Great recommendation. I didn't I didn't know about it. I'll make sure to guys to add that as well in the show notes. And to to wrap up this conversation, I want to ask you for some final tips in terms of growing an audience or a following on Pinterest. Because I'm sure that some of the people have been listening to you and I, and you know we've talked about quite many things. You share some some tools that that we can use. You talked about the different type of visual content that we can use. You share some do's and don'ts. But I'm sure that some people are one are like, well, but hey, Jeff, Jan, I'm I'm not even on Pinterest. I'm about to sign up now. So how can I make sure that I can start 
uh, you know, an audience on Pinterest. So what would you tell them, Jeff? Sure. Well, first of all, you know, one of my favorite quotes is don't compare your start to somebody else's middle. Um, and so <laughs> everybody started with their first pin. So, you know, get that out of the way. You know, don't go look and see my huge account or somebody else's huge account or, or whatever and freak out. Everybody started at the same place. So the first of all, um, you know, you got to create great images. And if you look at some of my earlier images, they're horrible. I mean, it's just it's <laughs> awful. And so, you know, it takes time and you will develop a style and, and just keep working on it. Find some friends that will give you good, uh, honest um, feedback. And I do that. All, I did that with my logo that you mentioned at the, the start of the podcast. I had some hideous color instead of the red one. And somebody said, mm-hmm. it's great, but you need to change it. So I did. And I'm happy for it. Um, you want to be consistent, uh, and that's the biggest thing. If there's anything I tell you to do is be consistent on Pinterest. Now, you don't have to do it. At, this is my business, and so that's why I do it all the time. But I pin every day in the morning and the evening, and then I have some pins scheduled uh, throughout the day. Now, if you're just getting started, you don't have to go nuts like that. You know, just, just be consistent. Get on it maybe for 15 minutes a day or, you know, twice a week or something. Uh, the more you are on it, the, you know, the better results you will get. The other thing is is respond to comments. Um, a lot of people don't do that on Pinterest because it's not the really the most social of the social networks. But when you, there's somebody comments on your pin, that's a big deal. So take the time and going back and say something about that. Like, hey, you know what? It, and don't just say thank you. Ask what they say. This is a great pin. Say something like, thank you. What did you like about it? Try to continue the conversation and try to be engaging uh, in those comments. And so those are, you know, those are kind of some of the things that I would say, you know, and then the dimensions, I still think tall images work a lot better than uh, any other type. And so nothing frustrates me more when I find a great piece of content on, on the internet somewhere and there's no image to pin or there's no, or their image is horrible. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm trying to show stuff to my followers and there's nothing there to do it. So I would really think about creating what we call pinnable images on your blog. Yeah, absolutely. And guys, if you want to get even more tips, more advice from Jeff, make sure to go to manlypinteresttips.com to subscribe to the newsletter and also head over to iTunes, look for Manly Pinterest Tips and and subscribe because it's one of the best podcasts around. Jeff, thank you so much for taking time off your day for being here with us, telling us more about mainly Pinterest tips and and sharing some Pinterest marketing tips with a touch of testosterone. <laughs> Thanks, Jan. It was it's been great being on here. Perfect. We are back, Jeff. Thank you so much for taking time off your day, for being here with us, and for your valuable Pinterest marketing tips. I really appreciate it. And guys, again, if you've enjoyed this episode, if you want to take action and get started on on Pinterest. Let Jeff know. Let me know. You can find us on Twitter. Again, Jeff is at Jeff C. You find me at Yannick underscore Ilunga. If you're on Pinterest, feel free to connect with me. You find me at Pinterest.com slash Yannick underscore Ilunga. I've started not that long ago. I have quite many boards. I'm sure you're going to find something that is interesting. I have boards about entrepreneurship and business, about podcasting, about email marketing, about content marketing about Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So I'm pretty sure you're going to find something interesting there. Again, pinterest.com slash Yannick underscore Ilunga. And don't forget to download the free action guide that goes with this episode at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 25. Next episode is going to wrap up this mini series about social media and we're going to welcome a very special guest and friend. 
Sue B. Zimmerman. It's Jan here again. Thank you so much for joining Jeff and I. I'll be back with you the next episode. See ya. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.